transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is, is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Simon Mangra. And I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your Thoughts Podcast. Hi, and in today's session, we are going to be discussing mind your attitude. So attitude is a massive part of how we handle life situations, how we respond and react to life situations, and above all, how then other people and the world perceives us. So as always, Rose, what's your thoughts on attitude? I think, first of all, it'd be good to um, define what attitude is. I think it's um, David Nagel. You can find him. He does a podcast, himself, a Successful Mind podcast. He speaks about um, not understanding what attitude is. That's a good point. And, um, you know, we hear people talking about, oh, you've got bad attitude, this, is this. But what is an attitude? And one thing that I hear David Nagel speaks about is an attitude is how you think about life. Yeah. Okay. It's the way you think about life. And... Um, yeah. Would you say a bit like a life philosophy almost? Yeah, yeah. So how do you see life? So your attitude to life, after you say like, you know what, I've got a laid back attitude. I'm not bothered. It's that sort of way. Because then that echoes in everything else. There's a common saying, how you do one thing is how you, you do, do everything. That's so it. would that be a bit linked to that, I'm guessing? I, I believe so, yeah. Because, you know, if you're, if you're a person who, if you think about it, if you're a person who says, okay, you know what, I can do that. I, I'm a ca- I can person. I'm a can-do person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is an attitude in itself. Enthusiasm. Yeah, the way you see it, you're enthusiastic, the way you do it. So that's the attitude, yeah. Or if you're a person who's like, oh, I can't be bothered. That's an attitude in itself. And does that not come across in everything you do? Mm-hmm. How about when people say that somebody's got an attitude or an attitude problem? So what's that all about and how is that different to this concept of attitude of the way we handle life? Well, it's not really, is it? If you think about it, um, if you if someone says they've got an attitude, attitude to what? Is it to do with how they deal with that person? Is it to do with how they do a particular job? Is it how they're showing up? Because mm-hmm. all of this is to do with attitude. Yeah, it's no difference. There's no, there's no difference to it. It's how you show up, how you think about life. How you think about life is how you do life. You know, if you think about life as difficult, you'll do life difficult. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we create and manifest those difficulties. It's so true. Yeah. But something that's just uh, made me triggered in my mind was, actually, sometimes you could be in a workplace where this one person, a lot of people are drawn to them and love them to bits, but then there's one person or a, a number of people who see them in a totally different light and they will label them as having an attitude problem. And it's, like you said, it's towards a particular thing. It could be towards a particular person or different people's perceptions are just coming into their, like we talked about it in a previous episode about projecting, maybe it's individuals projecting themselves, but how would you, um, well, how is that something that somebody can deal with? Like I could, when I've been in a previous workplace, I'll have my little so-called fans, my friends, <laughs> and they love what I do and they love how I come across and they're like, you speak the truth, we love the way you say what needs to be said. But then my manager or my senior might be like, she's got an attitude problem, she's a troublemaker. So how can a person deal with this kind of a controversial way of being seen? 
Do you think it's funny that someone is saying you're a troublemaker because maybe you're saying something that doesn't fit in their value system? Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing because... Or their I, narrative. Yeah, you know, I'm laughing because um, if you're a person to, I would say, quote-unquote, upset the apple cart, people always say you have an attitude. I mean, I, I will share this on the podcast. My partner, I always say he's trouble, and he says I'm the maker <laughs> of trouble. So in a way, now that could say, oh people could have an attitude to her because she's going to make trouble but no it's because it's not the case of making trouble he says that because i will say the truth and the truth is not you know the truth will offend but he, you know it, it but the truth not, will also set you free it will yeah exactly that's what i was, I was thinking the same thing and you've just added that <laughs> and we're laughing about it but that yeah. it, that's exactly what it is you know i think it, it you know I'm a very strong believer and I read the Bible in the Bible. It, it, it does say that, you know what I mean? It's not a sin. The truth mm -hmm. is not a sin. It may offend, but it's it's not a sin. <laughs> Sometimes a person, because of what you're saying, it is probably touching, you know, that nerve. And so that they will then label a person with an attitude. But that person who's on the receiving end of that, mm -hmm. which, I mean, we've talked about this to do with relationships, has to look at that and say, well, really, do I have an attitude? Or is it something I'm saying that is really getting that person in it, winding that person up because they don't want to hear that? Or they, 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 have, a, um, they have a thought or a belief about what's being said? What I love about that is I think it's all about how we're being perceived. And that in itself is an attitude. If we have an attitude of taking things personally, because if someone says something and we get our back up about it, then that's our attitude as well, isn't it? Whereas if we're the type of person to be like, actually, that says more about them than me, yeah. I'm going to carry on being in my truth. Yeah. And um, and again, that's an attitude. Because, you know, when you're saying, I always speak my truth, I thought, well, this is Rose's attitude, yeah. an attitude of being... From a place of truth yeah truthfulness yeah. whether it, yeah. people want to hear it or not sometimes yeah. you're gonna and and this is how i am very much the same i'll say what needs to be said sometimes i do feel like should i have a bit more filter in life <laughs> but i also feel like well god's made me however he's made me as well but yeah this is an interesting concept i think it's about having that attitude of not taking things personally and just knowing where where i guess it's a it's something that we spoke about previously as well and you might be able to shed a bit of light on your perspective i love the way you explained it before about having this way of knowing when to say something and when not to kind of like choose your battles yeah. knowing when to speak the truth and knowing when to actually if that person's perceiving me as having attitude problem have i got an attitude problem and do i need to fix myself and like i've said previously before uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> so yes this little balance sometimes we do need to look at it not always just be on a one-track mind that i'm always right yeah maybe yeah, there is yeah. times when people's feedback we do need to take it on board yeah, so yeah well as you were saying that's an attitude in itself thinking that you're always right because okay. then you may not be right mm. you know and maybe there's something for you to learn so it's not the case of right and wrong but it may be something for you to learn and maybe that's the way we have to look at it so we can question ourselves we do know ourselves but then it goes down to the truth how much truth are you telling yourself about your attitude a lot of us including myself sometimes and i'm sure suman could say the same thing we don't always want to accept the truth and we may have an attitude about a certain thing certain things you know a person the way they do something you know some people have 
attitudes about a person's race some people have attitudes about a person's gender we can go on and occupation, on and on occupation on and aid, on and on everything, yeah. we could we could have attitudes like are we discussing the attitude of somebody being very confident other people may think that is arrogant and it may not be the arrogant side saying i'm better than it may be just that they're very confident in what they're doing yeah now you can take that in two ways you can take it and say well okay that's I, I am confident, but I know I'm not arrogant. And once you know that within yourself, mm -hmm. that's fine. But what if you are tipping on the side of arrogance and mm -hmm. you don't want to accept that truth? Again, you know, you have to, it's about being truthful to yourself. But um, that is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. And as we know, per personal development in, Personal development is personal to yourself. That's why it says personal. Mm. Now, all of these things we talk about, whether it's, you know, this this particular podcast with attitude, other podcasts about different things, varied things, relationships, you know, whatever, it's all down to that personal relationship with ourselves. And mm. our attitude is about how we relate to ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's really really insightful i really love that explanation and i think it is really really interesting so something that we did talk on and i want to build on a little bit more of this this confidence aspect because a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is around the self-confidence the self-esteem that building of the self and the personal development from that angle because that will put you in a good stead for achieving the things you want to achieve and getting that success that we all talk about so one thing that i work on a lot and i, I believe you do as well with your clients is confidence building and helping them to get from a place of lack of confidence or low self-esteem low confidence to achieving it but something interesting that we've touched on before and i think will be really great to discuss here is when is that point when a person who actually attains the confidence feels afraid of sharing and showing their confidence because mm. of the how other people get threatened by it because this has happened in my life i don't know if you've had any experience like this i would imagine so but i don't know if you want to share any here but yeah a um, little bit more on that what do you think rose it's it's funny that you say that because there's situations where i suppose it's how how you know <laughs> It's, I suppose it's how you have that attitude that you do have about yourself. Mm. Because if, as I say, it's knowing, am I being, am, am I being intimidating, or is it because that person has, they have confidence issues themselves, their own like insecurities, and their own is exactly. Right. So it's again, it's again about it's it's very difficult because somebody say, oh well, now you can say that. Um, very it's easy for you, you to say. say yeah um but i would say from personal experience i have had people say that to me they've and, and they've interpreted my confidence as being aggressive and obviously in in this podcast we're not here to talk about race but obviously being a, a black female that doesn't help because obviously people have this thing to say we have a stereotype that's not everyone but some people can hold yeah, exactly. And that has been said, but I've said to them that if I if I'm being assertive, if if I was of any other race and I was being this way, what would not you take? Race, it as? even gender. Or gender. Yeah. Would you not take it as being A assertive yeah. and being positive? Mm. And so it's only then because I suppose that's a challenge and I suppose that's an attitude as well mm -hmm. because if I have an attitude of questioning I would call it questioning more than challenging questioning the person of what they said about me not because I 
I, I feel a way about it, but to understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if anybody's in that situation where somebody thinks that, or oh, they, they're so, you know, they're so confident that they're actually arrogant, but you know that you're not arrogant, why not question the person to see where they're coming from? Because they may have met somebody who is as confident as you, but it was in negative and it became a negative situation. So they're now going to project that on yourself. And that projection on you then creates the attitude that you cannot shine. Mm. So it's like almost their negative experience then is making them have their guard up for when they're coming across something similar. And I think as human beings, we have a natural um, instinct, don't we, for protection and protecting and guarding ourselves. And that's probably what plays in part then. So this other thing as well, what you said about shining, we've talked about this before, and I'd love to bring it up here because it's a really interesting concept about our light that shines on others. And if we are very confident and we have a bright light, quote unquote, they say, and about other people feeling like their light gets dimmed, a really good quote that I love about Lisa Nichols is one of my favourites. And she says, shine your light if your light's too bright for someone else give them some shades and say here you go honey i mean you don't dim your light for anyone but i think and i feel like i I feel i find it a lot in my networks that i work with and clients that i've worked with a big issue is that they will dim their own light in order to fit in a bit more not stand out as much or they want to make other people be comfortable this whole people pleasing like i'd rather just you know be quiet myself down if I'm too loud I'm going to be a bit softer spoken because I need to like fit this narrative of being like everyone else but we're born to stand out as well so I I find this interesting concept around yeah uh when people are why do they dim themselves would you say I think it comes down to that attitude of ourselves because if we have an attitude that we need to please sorry please people yeah what happens is that we will do that I know I've done it because I mean, I cannot do certain things because that person's not going to be happy. I don't want them to. I don't want them to reject me. So we, it, it's all wrapped up in so many more things than so we're talking. Factors, yeah, yeah, so many more factors than we're talking here. Mm. You know, our attitude to life is based on how we see a lot of things. As I say, it's how we see life, how we think about life, how we feel about life. Yeah. Mm. So if we feel that we need to make people happy, we'll do that. So our attitude would be about making them happy. But if we're making somebody else happy, somebody's losing out Mm. because we have to remember there's two sides to a coin. Mm -hmm. So one side, if one side is a positive side, one side is a negative side. So if I'm going to make you happy, Suman, and it's not a win-win, somebody's going to lose in that that situation. So it is down to that attitude of, I need to please people. So for me to please that person, I can't be myself. And if I'm really wild and wacky and really confident and stand in a room and the room lights up, yeah, it it becomes an issue for me because my attitude is that I can't do anything that harms anybody else. But then we have to also know that 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 in itself is conflict because we might not want to harm somebody else, but in our attitude we have conflicts because we're saying it, but it's okay to harm ourselves. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think we ever, even now me saying that, I don't think we even thought about that. when we think about having that awareness because a lot of us, like we've mentioned in previous episodes as well, we don't always have that awareness to begin with in order to work on it. That's right. It's it's quite... um, 
it's quite a weird thing to think about because we think I'm a person I don't want to harm anybody, but I then won't speak my truth. Yeah. So in my attitude is like, if I speak my truth, that may offend that person, but it is a truth. It doesn't mean it's everybody's truth, but it's mm-hmm. my truth. And if, I, if I'm saying that, but I'm still prepared to just down myself, and that's the same with your confidence, you're still hurting someone, but you're hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, so how do, how do we deal with that then? You know, how do we deal with that? I mean, what do you think about that then? I feel like, yeah, I, I think it's linked to very much that self-sabotage and that awareness, are we self-sabotaging right now by being this way? And how can we manage that better? Because, yeah, and going back to the whole dimming our light and not shining our confidence, that in itself is actually self-sabotage and we not doing ourselves any favours by doing this whole we think fitting in will make it better for others. Um, What I love is Oprah Winfrey calls it the disease to please. Mm. And I absolutely, ever since I heard that, I was like, amen sister it's so true Uh, it is a disease and we forget to please ourselves first but at the same time what I love what you said is don't please yourself at the expense of others Mm. the win-win situation and and you and me have this a lot we like to have win-win situations and that in itself is like you've said an attitude and we need to maintain first of all obtain that Mm -hmm. and then maintain that attitude and that will definitely then make a difference. And I think then when you be confident in the situation, people will receive and perceive the energy of your confidence a lot better mm. and not in a harmful, hurtful way. When you were speaking, what came up about that was um, thinking about um, Stephen Colby, and I cannot remember the name of the book, but it's seven, seven, do you know seven habits for seven the influence. Ha- yes, seven habits for the. I can't remember, but it's I by Stephen Covey, and he talks about the seven habits of highly effective people That's by it. Stephen Covey. Yeah. It's come back to my memory now. And he talks about having a win win situation. Mm. Because sometimes we don't look at that. Because if we've got a particular, our attitude is in a particular way, well, I want it my way yeah Mm. or i don't want to hurt that person what happens is that that's not win-win that's a win-lose because then we get into compromising to somebody compromise i always say compromise is to demise yeah Mm. so it's not about compromising it's finding that that sweet spot yeah that middle ground that middle ground that balance that we find to be able to do that and what happens with most of us is that we don't find that we think that to have that it's not possible so we create our attitude is created from the things that we was already programmed with so we go through life with this attitude which is about how we think how we feel yeah and then that's what creates the results of our attitude really so yeah it it is um as i said it's um it's down to awareness again we always talk about awareness and 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 it's gonna keep coming up it's always about awareness and it's always about your mindset because obviously you have to become aware of what your mindset is set at and if you think of the word mindset mind and set if you was doing i don't know if you were setting i don't know jelly or something it sets from a liquid form and goes into something that's solid and it's not movable Mm -hmm. so and that's what we're saying so your mind is in a position of being not movable so your attitude will be that way as well so being like stiff and rigid Whereas if you want that flexibility, you have to work on the mindset, the work on the awareness. And 
also then it's resetting sometimes reset that mindset if it's not set at the standard or the level that you want it to be that's right i guess so uh, we're just moving on into the episode now into a little bit more advice structure around anybody who is struggling with concepts of how their attitude might be or this self-reflection self-awareness uh something that we touched on in the last episode and i forgot to totally mention it then but i want to mention it now um there was this thing that you said about when you catch yourself being in a certain way something that i've shared recently in my social media has been uh, a concept i like to coin as stop it and uh spot it and stop it so the minute you spot it then you can stop it yeah. because you start now raising that awareness so that's one bit of advice i'd give to listeners um to spot yourself when you might be borderline arrogance or when you're dimming your light when it might be anything in your attitude where you're just projecting your beliefs and thoughts on others around you whether it's work or personal life Mm. and um, once you can spot it you can stop it and you can start projecting it in the way that you want it to be in a more effective way and the win-win situation way so I guess Rose is there any nuggets you would like to share or something that you might have shared with clients in the past to help them with this maintaining maybe it's positive attitude or a confident attitude i mean actually what came to mind when you were speaking and you talked about um spot it and stop it we always have to be one of the things that i've done myself and i actually um, recommend to my clients is for them to actually write it down take take probably say a week of just writing down every time you spot you do something and that is to do with it may not even you do it physically it may be something you think so someone comes in and you are being arrogant and you're thinking oh well I'm better than that person write it down and then actually journal about it why was I thinking that way why was my attitude in that particular position Mm -hmm. was it that person you don't you know that person said something and they they reminded you because what's happened is that most of the time we're remembering something that was behind us not something in front of us because it wouldn't be there if it was in front of us because we haven't experienced that yet so I always get them to do that and do it for about a week and then from there that's where you can start because that's your awareness sign that's where you're opening up your awareness because you're now saying actually I'm catching myself and you're saying stop, mm-hmm. but then you're writing it down and then you can get to journal about it. Mm-hmm. And then what happens from that? That's where a lot of changes is because you may not have even been aware. You may spot it and stop it and then do it again. And you think, yeah. mm, okay, I didn't really check, learn much. But if you add the writing down with that and the journaling about mm-hmm. it, what then happens? And you do that for a week, you might see patterns. And then from the patterns, you can then you can then construct new patterns. That's lovely, that is, because, yeah, I really agree with the fact that when you write things down, and this is where it's doing reflective work, isn't it? Journaling is so massive in this area. You reflect, you can uh, ponder on your thoughts, you can do what some people call a mind dump and just get it all out on paper and actually be like, what is going on here? What, What am I thinking and where is this coming from? And getting to the root of it all. Now, this is another place where people like myself and Rose come in very handy and why I say, working with coaches is a very, very important thing because sometimes there's only so much that you can conversate with yourself and write down and maybe still not make sense of it. And sometimes in a conversation with somebody else, you get this aha moment or a coach will question you in a way where you're like, actually, I didn't realise there was a pattern here or I didn't realise this was going on with me. So working with coaches is really like very, very important in that sense then. And it will always give you that other perspective and outside 
insight into yeah. what's going on with yourself but definitely journaling and uh, without working with a coach even if you just journal for yourself and keep track of it a bit like a diary mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit like when people have like diet plans and nutrition plans and they'll track what they've been eating or they'll track when they do the exercises and that's how you see where your patterns are and what you can improve and what you need to do less of and what you need to do more of mm -hmm. so i think that's a really really good tip um, um, and adding what you said, Suman, about coaching, obviously we are both coaches as well. And I I have a coach myself because even though I coach, I see there's, there's blind spots I can't see in my attitude and my behaviour. And obviously, if I, the more I can see about myself, because you can shine a light, but there's always spot, spots where there's a shadow and mm. they're the spots that's where coaches come in and that's the reason I use a coach because then I can then shine the light on the things I don't see so then when I'm working with somebody I'm able to do the same thing because I'm aware of them in myself because you don't know what you don't know yeah you know no matter how much time you may write it down and we're very <laughs> I good love at that we're very good at um, what I said. I said to somebody the other day, I have selective hearing. So I hear <laughs> the things I want to hear. Yeah. That's all of us. We have selective hearing and selective seeing. Yeah. So if we think we've got great attitude and there is that little thing, we don't want to see that. So that's where a coach, mm. or, a coach or somebody like that will actually be able to help you. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. And I'm the same. I work with my coaches as well. And also Rose herself still continues to coach me now and then without, sometimes she realises it or sometimes she might <laughs> doesn't realise it. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, even coaches have coaches. Mentors have men their own mentees and mentors. And um, yeah, I definitely feel like it's a concept I've done before in my um, corporate world as well. We, we came across a concept of the Jahari's window. And if you want to look that up, uh, it's spelled, I think, J-O-H-A-R-I, Jahari's window. Yeah. And it's about the four little areas, um, what we know about ourselves, mm. or what we don't know about ourselves, but we know that we don't know it. But then there is that one window and it's what others know mm. about us that we don't know about ourselves. And then what others don't know and we don't know. And there is always this blind spot. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is something definitely for us to think about. And we'd love to hear your thoughts as well of what you've thought about this topic if you've got any questions for us maybe we can answer it in a future podcast as well so do email us your thoughts on mavenbody at gmail.com which is m-a-v-e-n-b-o-d-d-i-e at gmail.com and we'd love to have you as well um if you're interested to be a guest on a future podcast we would also love to have you as well so please inbox us the inquiries and then we can get back to you but just on that note then is there any final thoughts you have for attitude and any last nuggets of advice you might want to give or summarizing any other thoughts that we've discussed all i would say is um just be aware of your attitude and um if there's anything that you don't like or anything that anyone has mentioned to you that you think mm, maybe so that's very where you want to do your journaling and explore that a little bit more so you can make the changes you need absolutely so there's our key one for today journaling journal your thoughts See. journal your reflections and if need be reach out to people like ourselves and we'd be more than happy to help thank you for listening to us today next time you feel distraught remember to mind your thoughts